BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level 3, quickest entertainment in Sports Talk Radio. And it really is. Here's XM Channel 159. All right, Matias is a big, um, I mean, he's got a um, Top Gun poster in his room. <laughs> here, here, big, big Top Gun. He went to see the movie, like the first night he came out. And um, I cannot believe I did not see this before. And I cannot believe I did not know this uh, before. Now, I can't say that if uh, I would have known this before, that it would have changed my mind. But now that I see this, I think we're doomed. The last Top Gun movie came out in 1986. The Boston Celtics won the championship in that year. There hasn't been a Top Gun movie since. New Top Gun movie and the Boston Celtics. Oh, we're doomed with Golden State, bro. It's over. I thought the same thing. This, yeah, (laughs) this is like this. This is like, and and you know what? You know, honestly, Matthias, if if the Top Gun movie sucked, it'd be better. We'd say nah, but the movie was a flop. (laughs) Like you know what I mean? Like if the movie was a flop and it sucked, I'd be like, so what? The movie sucked and it flopped, just like the Celtics are going to. But the movie's a big hit. Everybody loves it. It's a big, big smash hit. Very successful. Man, if I was the Celtics, I'd be cranking this, like uh, the Top Gun stuff. I don't know. That Miles Teller guy's like at every sporting event. So I don't know. Maybe I saw him there. It's hard to keep up with that guy. He's everywhere. He's supposedly a big jerk in real life, that guy. You've heard that. Like, uh, like, uh, like someone, I don't know who was like, they basically said this guy would be like the biggest actor in Hollywood. He's a great actor, that guy. I saw that movie. Um, I saw that movie, um, the drum movie. What was it called? Whiplash. I knew Whiplash. you were going to say that. that's a great movie. Yeah. Some people think I look like that guy. You, you, you do. You do. I, I when he got that. when he when he got all mad in the movie, someone's like, "Oh my god!" It's actually my girlfriend at the time. She's like, "This guy is like you." What he's getting all mad and stuff to do. <laughs> 
Yeah, that dude. That's a good movie, that movie. That's that might be his best movie ever made. I don't think he could top that yeah. one. That's 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 that's, that's, that's award winner who, who, status. The bald the bald guy or Miles Teller? Both of them. Both of them. Oh. Yeah, the Miles Teller is always good, isn't he? He's always in good movies. Yeah, he does a lot the, of the things. Whiplash movie. Oh, Whiplash good. was 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 superb, man. That that was a great movie with the musicians and the drummer and the, and the intensity from his instructor. That movie was nuts. Yeah, I like when the instructor lied to him about the practice in the morning. <laughs> <It> <laughs> makes sense. I knew you would. That, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's, he went too far, that guy. Uh, he went too far. Uh, so yeah, there it is. We're doomed. And I even bet a thousand dollars on Golden State. God, we're screwed. I'm looking at Tom Cruise's face just mocking me right now. I'm looking at the picture of Tatum and him next to each other. I can't believe I didn't see this earlier. It's funny because... Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moretzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 159. And, of course, the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. So uh, while your local affiliates are doing their thing and sports updates and everything else or whatever, whatever, whatever else is going on, we have like a little mini two-and-a-half-minute um, two uh, little just on, on Sirius. And uh, that's where all the F-bombs and that's all where all the salacious stuff happens. Then we tone it down and come. No, we're just kidding. Um, we're also on, like, affiliates then, too. So, <laughs> no. But nevertheless, um, we were just talking about this blows my mind that I didn't bring this up earlier. And I see the first person that tweeted this out. It was actually from the, um, from the movie industry. And it was, uh, it was on, the, on the 27th. It was on the 27th. So basically, if you bet on the Golden State Warriors, you're done. And then I noticed the Action Network tweeted this out on like June 2nd. So they caught on a couple of days ago after the fact, about five days. Normally I see all this, but I know why I didn't, because whatever. As uh, people know, uh, they listen to the program every night or people close to me. Uh, we lost someone uh, close to us uh, last week. And, you know, we're doing the shows and stuff, but, you know, we're not in full... Uh, so I can understand how this uh, this got past the goalie on my team, but so yeah, the last uh, the last time Top Gun came out was 1986. Of course, Top Gun they just there's a new Top Gun movie, and in 1986, the Boston Celtics won the championship. What was like the number one song in 1986? See if like are they relevant still right now? Say you. Say me. Lionel Richie was number one. Oh, wait. Is that, uh, I'm looking here. That's what friends are for. Say you, say me. I miss you by Climax. I don't know that song. On my own. Oh, I remember Broken Wings. So take these broken wings. Learn to fly. Party all the time. Eddie Murphy. I don't think that, no, that Run DMC stuff wasn't 86. That was before that. This is Portrage. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Level three, this is Sports Rage. I am Maratzi, and we're screwed, doomed. Joan Collins, uh, the old Joan Collins special. <laughs> like, I actually do believe in some of these things. I don't believe in all of them, but like, I should note that, like, uh, the year when I lived in Vegas, um, I started to buy into all this, like, Chinese, like, gambling stuff and astrology and, and all this other stuff. Uh, like, I, I didn't like $50 bills. I, like, I bought into all the bad luck things and stuff. And um, it was year of the horse. And I was convinced the Denver Broncos were going to win the Super Bowl because it was year of the horse. And they made it to the Super Bowl. They actually did. And people were like, it was amazing. People people were like, man, Marancy, you're unbelievable. You busted out this Chinese astrology stuff. And you said it was year of the horse. And the Broncos would win because it was year of the horse. And they got smoked. It was the year they lost to Seattle in the Super Bowl. There was a safety on the first play of the game. And uh, that was the end of my uh, Chinese astrology sports uh, connected dots. I'm always up for uh, I'm always up for um, for randomness. And sorry, Matthias, to bring this uh, one up on you, but the one that really always blew me away was your Falcons in the 28-3. That the I don't know if you remember. So the Atlanta Braves lost to the Cardinals in like an elimination game, game five, if you remember. And they they were down like eleven nothing or something after the first inning. It was like a it was a debacle. And it was it was two years, eight months, and three days since the Super Bowl that it happened. That's like where you're like, whoa. That's what you're like, man, Atlanta really is cursed. That's but the thing stuff. is, Atlanta, yeah, you didn't know that one? No. You feel better now? No, I, well, no, no, that's not going to make me feel better. I actually was just talking about that game <laughs> yesterday, so it's funny that you actually brought it up. <laughs> well, I'm a Bills fan, so I've been through a lot myself. But, yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. You guys didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was two years, eight months, and three days to the Super Bowl that they blew a 28-3 lead that the, the Braves got smashed by the Cardinals in game five of the, uh, the division series. Um, I remember. I actually remember sitting. I remember where I was. We were at FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. I remember doing the show and talking about it. Going, oh, my God, it's 2000, like two, 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 two years, eight. But, yeah, so uh, if you're just joining us right now, um, Maverick Top Gun, big hit right now, new movie, it's out. And um, Maverick Top Gun, uh, the first Top Gun came out in uh, 1986, and the Celtics won the championship in 1986. You realize the Celtics, uh, the you know the, 
The last time the Celtics uh, won a championship, the Seattle Supersonics were still in the league. I was aware of that one, but this uh, this Top Gun one slipped past me, man. Can't believe it. So as I said, it wouldn't change my mind, but now I am concerned. We're kind of screwed. We're down 2-1, and the movie was a hit. If the movie wasn't a hit, then I would be like, oh, it doesn't matter. But since the movie was a hit now, now I do have my concerns. There's been a lot of talk about you know old school basketball, new school basketball, what's better and all this. and You know, everything's different, but let's just call it out. It used to be better. And there's no disputing. You can't dispute it. The music was just better, man. Like, like what? what's a big hit from this year? What's a big hit, like song? Like, what's an iconic song that people are going to know 20 years from now? Exactly. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Seriously. Like, you know, like there's nothing. Everything is just sort of like, you know, you forget about everything and nothing is substantial anymore there's no substance to anything this so we did we were just going about 1986 i said i, I want to see like who was the you know the top songs that's what friends are for dion warwick i remember that gladys knight elton john all right with stevie wonder i think it was one of those charity songs or whatever say you say me was number two lionel richie classic i miss you by climax i don't remember that song like, you could offer me a million dollars right now, and I would not know it. On My Own by Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald. Broken Wings, number five, Mr. Mister. See, that song is like, you know, still. So take these broken wings and learn to fly again. Uh, Whitney Houston, How Will I Know? Come on. Massive. Party All the Time, Eddie Murphy. Burning Heart Survivor. See, that's like a musical trivia thing where, like, name one song. I just made you guys money. You ask someone, like, uh, all right, Matthias, do you know one Survivor song, Matthias? Do you know who Survivor is? Negative, Ghost Rider. No, you don't know? You can't name Come on, man. Eye of the Tiger. Rocky. Oh, Absolutely. You know yeah, that I, song? Of course dun, I know that. Of course, of course. Dun, dun, dun. A great song. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, dun, dun, dun. Golden. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Survivor. Those are the types of songs that used and, to get me going when I was a little kid. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it was great, great. <laughs> little kid, great music. <laughs> um, I was getting kicked out of high school <laughs> when that song was out. <laughs> like, so... Uh, uh, see, I, I was going to say, though, I would not be able to name one other Survivor song. Earl Skakel would be funny with this. I would, he would, be, I bet you he would. I would not be able to name one Survivor song. It's like the band Europe. Do you know the band Europe, Matthias? No, but I bet you I know some of their songs. If they're that popular. God. I'm a song guy. You know, God. when it comes to those old days, I, I think of the songs. I did listen to a lot of music growing up, so yeah, I am a music guy, but I need to, you know, fix my history. You're not a, a music more. guy. You're not a, you know, look. The final countdown. The final countdown. Now, 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 now. Come on, you don't. That, that's one of the most. It's one of the most popular songs of all time. But there, uh, my point is, they're another band which I could not name one other song from them. Same thing with Survivor. Like if somebody said, "All right, name, name, name two songs from Survivor," if I was on like a game show for like ten million dollars. 
name two songs from the band Survivor. It'd be like Eye of the Tiger and... And, and I would just be drawn a blind, be like, I don't know, man. I'd just randomly guess. I'd be like, I don't know, reckless. I'd just like randomly think of a, I'd randomly come up with something that I think their song would be called. But it's blowing my mind. We just talk about how stuff was better. So, all kidding aside, look, you got Dion Warwick, Lionel Richie, Patti LaBelle, Whitney Houston, Survivor, Addicted to Love was only 10th in that, that year. What do you got now? The weekend? Some car commercial? The weekend. <laughs> yeah, like it's this the big who's the big oh the weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Remember when you were, all mad, like, you were all mad that he was the guy who was performing at the big show? It's like, who the hell is the weekend? <laughs> yeah, I admit it. I'd never heard of the word the weekend. He's even from Toronto. No one in Toronto ever heard of the guy <laughs> He did the Super Bowl. Right, okay, what's that song? I don't even know what he's saying. No, 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 no. I don't know. It sounds like a car I, I commercial. Can't, I can't just... feel my face when I'm with you, you know, Superman. And uh, he has a couple good songs, but, you know, nothing, you know. He, he well, got I can't name one of his songs. I, I know the name, The Weeknd. So, yeah, I'm just saying, this is amazing. 1986, Addicted to Love, man. Might as well admit it. You're addicted to love. The greatest love of all. 1986 was a great year for strip club music. Um, West End Girls, the Pet Shot Boys. Kiss by Prince. Stuck with You, Huey Lewis, Simply Red, Holding Back the Years. Sledgehammer. 1986 was such a good year for music. Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel, number 23. It's a great song. Take My Breath Away. 1986, Papa Don't Preach, You Give Love a Bad Name. Yeah, do you tell me that it's better now than 1986? You suck if you say that. And you're wrong. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Kicking it, late night anger management class. Eric Pincus will join us in a couple of moments. We'll talk uh, some NBA finals uh, with Eric. We're just talking about the uh, the Maverick, uh, Maverick and uh, Tom Cruise and the Top Gun connection to the Boston Celtics, uh, in which uh, the first Top Gun movie came out in 1986 and the Celtics won the championship. I want to look at the roster. Let's see who's better: this Boston Celtic team or the uh, the um, 
the 86 Celtics team. You know, I would like to maybe we'll take some calls about this, maybe tomorrow or after in the future. I'd like to hear from people, actually, from people that, because I know some of you, I've seen some of you in the chat. Um, like my boy, I know our boy Kyle in Atlanta. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle's sort of in between. Uh, Kyle's not in his 20s. I don't, I don't think he's, I don't know how old he is. I think he's maybe in the mid-30s type thing. But I know Kyle is sort of tired of hearing about the old players all the time. Even though he's been around a while, Kyle. Like, so I like, and I, I see, you see with modern players. And listen, J.J. Reddick does a great job uh, on TV. I think he's very entertaining. Smart guy, you know what I mean? And you, you see the resentment. Like, C.J. McCollum, like a lot of the dudes that have been on TV are t- tired of hearing. Remember, and then J.J. Reddick upset people because he said that um, Will Chamberlain was playing against plumbers and firemen. Not like the best players. So I'm tired of hearing about the old guys. Right? They weren't playing against. So you know the, the debate. It's it's crazy basketball. You know you notice like football fans don't like like older football fans don't constantly argue with younger football fans. I'm an older football fan, and even me, I'm like, wow, man, this Joe Burrow kid's amazing, right? Like you notice it's it seems to be same with hockey, same with hockey. NHL fans argue with each other a lot, too. Hockey fans are jerks. So, like, they do argue with each other a lot. But you'll notice nobody argues about it because there's no argument. Right? The modern players are better. Right? The, the, the old players will tell you the new guys are better. Right? Like, but for whatever reason, basketball. There's, I don't know what it is, man. The same thing with baseball. Right? Like, we, you know, I've, I like these debates. You know, we had a debate. We talked and we sort of had a baseball one. What would happen? Like, no one ever does have that baseball one. You know what I mean? You hear endlessly, well, who would win against this and that? You never hear what would happen, Nolan Ryan versus Mike Trout. Right? Like, you know what I mean? But it's basketball. People just, they love, they love that. Um, the, uh, the, the basketball debate just rages, man. It rages on. Oh, Draymond went off the other night, too. Draymond was tired of it. Draymond was tired about hearing... Um, Draymond was tired of hearing about how tougher the old guys were. And I think he insinuated that Cedric Maxwell... Uh, that uh, Verna Maxwell wasn't tough. <laughs> uh, and... I was thinking, I was like, which Maxwell are you talking about? The guy that ran into the stands and punched a fan in the face? <laughs> like, or, like, or Cedric or Vernon. But, like, uh, he was talking about, like, Draymond was getting very, very defensive about it. So, listen, this Celtic team is, is great, right? I mean, this Celtic, what they, you know, these young players are great, what they're doing and stuff. But this is the 86 team. Larry Bird. Kevin McHale, Dennis Johnson, Robert Parrish, Danny Ainge. And um, they had Bill Walton on the bench, Rick Carlisle. Uh, their bench was a little light, but their starter, you know, the, the starting lineup was pretty impressive. So Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Dennis Johnson, Robert Parrish, and Danny Ainge. Versus uh, Tatum, Brown, Horford, Derek White. <laughs> uh, uh, they change it and and uh, Williams. You know, Williams always hurt, but I'm thinking about what their starting lineup is. So uh, it changes, but you know what I'm saying. 
So, as I just stated, I don't want to be a jerk and discount this and stuff, but really, is anyone going to argue that this Boston Celtic team would is better than Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Dennis Johnson, Robert Parrish, and Danny Ainge? And in case you're wondering about their ages, too, in 1986, Larry Bird was only 29. Kevin McHale was 28. Dennis Johnson was 31. May he rest in peace. Robert Parrish, 32. Danny Ainge, 26. Man, I'm feeling old that Danny Ainge was 26 at one time right now. So, Matthias didn't know the song Final Countdown, so I can't ask him for his opinion on this, even though he has sheepishly admitted, uh, what did you do? You just listened to it quickly during the break, oh, and you're like, oh, as God, as that I song? I said, I don't know. I listened to it. I knew right away. I'm an idiot. Dun, 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 dun. Come on. Dun, 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 dun. Great song. Yeah, but that was, that was my point. You didn't even know who they were by, so you can let alone name a second. It was a massive fail on Big fail, big fail. And to be fair, was I, didn't watch, I, was, I wasn't even born in 1986, but I did see some of their games on ESPN Classics when I was a youngster and they had the ESPN Classics on. And I don't think it would be fair to say this team or that team right now. You know, this, this Boston Celtics team is still young. I think we could really answer that question in five years. You know, if they could keep Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and, and Tatum on the same team for that long. But, you know, their potential is, is definitely up there, Gabe. Um... Not at this level of potential. They're not a dynasty. This team's not a dynasty. That Celtic team was close to a dynasty. I don't know about dynasty, but they were consistently in the finals. Uh, and, and you know what I mean? This Boston Celtic team has made one finals. Jason Tatum, listen, I'll tell you what. I'm not going to argue with you in that Jason Tatum's a Hall of Famer. Right, Jason Tames, a Hall of Famer. Jalen Brown is on the trajectory to be a Hall of Famer. I love Marcus Smart, but we can't put everybody in a Hall of Fame. Um, but you know, Jason Tatum is a megastar, and I've talked about it. I've said, listen, you look at Jason Tatum. I think he should get more credit than he deserves. He's broken all kinds of Celtic records that, like Bird and all these other guys in Pierce, they didn't even do. He's done everything. He just needs to finish it off uh, right now. But for me. Having seen any of these teams here and knowing this team now, like, put it this way. Like, that Celtic team wasn't, like, they didn't get smoked, like, one night and lose the next night and get smoked the next night and hope they win. You know what I mean? It's just it's just not the same. The level, like, put it this way. If Draymond Green could get under their skin that much, what the hell do you think Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish would do to these guys? For the record, too, Matthias, Kevin McHale... Looks like uh, Frankenstein. You know Kevin McHale Absolutely. from a GM and probably Absolutely. on TV. He was a mean son of a bitch on the floor, bro. He would fight Draymond very, right now. He would literally fight him. Very, very bony elbows and like high, just like that. Swinging around like he was a fighter. Like, dude, he used to get into it with everybody, that guy. And then you got Robert Parrish. They didn't call him the chief for nothing. Right? He was another just mean dude. Elbows will trip you, punch you, right? Like they, these guys, like uh, you know, no quarter given, none, none taken type of crowd. Like Danny Ainge was a dirty little son of a bitch when he played, <laughs> um, and dude, Larry Bird was like same thing. Larry Bird was like mean. You know what I mean? They were mean. These guys, like they would out mean the Celtic team, bro. Like they would. I don't want to say, oh, they would kill them, and oh, I wouldn't even. No, no. But I, I, I'm taking the 86 Celtics over these guys. If I had my money, I'm taking I, I'd the go with that too. If you, if you gave, you know, if I had 200 bucks and you said, pick a squad, 
I'd go I'd go with the 86 squad too. And you're right. They'd be 86 down low. 86 Celtics over the Celtics in in I'll say six. I was gonna say five. I was gonna say five. You just I'm gonna say five. I'm not giving them two wins. I I, I don't want to be that guy. I'm not trying to discount these modern players at all. They're amazing, but I'm just you know, I just thought it was an interesting thing to in conversation to have. Well, I think all right, we were talking about eighty six. How long would Grant Williams and Williams be able to stay in the game? You know, without getting in foul trouble, because those guys would be getting pissed off and getting moved around. They would get hurt. Like they wouldn't. Like it wouldn't. Um... Like, dude, like those, like people talk about Williams. Like, dude, Kevin McHale, Rob Parrish, we're talking about some of the greatest players ever played the game. Right? Like, literally, big, mean dudes, man, that, like, didn't, you know what I mean? Just that played defense, could score on you, could pass. That's the thing that, like, now, like, that, 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 that people don't realize about these older dudes. They were, like, freaking good passers, Matias, these old guys, bro. Like, all of them. Like, Bill Lambeer, like, would be in the paint. Like, bro, big, big white dude, man. It would knock your head off, but he'd do a no-look behind-the-back pass and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were all, like, magic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, magic used to, like, dude, magic used to, like, mess with people, bro. He was like a magician. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, I'm going to throw. Oh, I just passed it over your head. Oh, oh, you thought it was here. Magic was like a Harlem Globetrotter on the court in an NBA game. Not even exaggerating. I'm not even exaggerating. And I love all these guys. I'm a Jordan guy, right? I'm a Dr. J. Like, I, you know, when I was a kid, it was Dr. J and stuff. And then, you know, Bird and Magic. And, you know, I still, to this day, Jordan. Jordan's my guy still. I, Jordan's the best player I've seen. But, and Magic. Jordan and Magic. I always, I think Magic is underrated in the overall, like, top, top, top conversation. But I'm just saying. This, that 86 Celtic team. It was the physicality, the mental toughness, and the fact is they're just better. <laughs> like they're just better than you. Like, like Jason Tatum's good. He's not Larry Bird. He's going to put up the numbers, but it's not the same. I say uh, 86 Celtics winning five versus these current Celtics. Eric Pinkus joins us next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The late night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 159, a mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Let's bring in Eric Pincus uh, right now. Salary cap uh, strategist, capologist, uh, writer, instructor at Sports Biz Class, and of course, writer over at the Bleacher Report. Eric, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. 
Of course. Thanks for having me. So uh, before we uh, we get into a couple of uh, league issues, uh, NBA Finals uh, right now, 2-1 Boston Celtics. Was Game 3 a turning point? Was there something that has clicked for you that have you seen that you believe, all right, this is the turning point uh, of the series, or is this thing just going to go back and forth all the way through seven games in your opinion? Well, I mean, outside of the potential injury to Steph, I think we're on track. I, I actually had uh, it tied up 1-1, and I had it tied up 2-2. And then I actually have Celtics winning the series because I, I think they're a team that can play their best defensive lineups that are also their best offensive lineups. And you just can't say the same thing for the Warriors, but they have this incredible firepower. And so I don't want to dismiss them. And they also play really well defensively. It's just hard for them to have that firepower on the floor and also play that level of defense. But I do think we're going to see it tied up, assuming Steph is good to go after two, uh, but I do like Boston in this series. Not that I would know, uh, Eric, but I've heard I've heard the saying that it's harder to uh, stay a millionaire than to become a millionaire. <laughs> like, I'm not there yet, so I'm, uh, you know, I, don't, I don't know uh, that to be factual, but where I'm going with this is we've seen the Boston Celtics play you know, some perfect basketball games in the playoffs, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of people like them uh, as much as they did um, to, to win the championship, but at the same point in time, we've also seen them have a hard time play great basketball two games in a row as evidence the fact um, you know they went seven against Milwaukee they went seven against uh, Miami who were essentially one guy in Jimmy Butler this is just so big on Friday night let's be real I mean this is sort of the first you know we could have you know I guess game two is sort of a must win for Golden State but I'm going to say this is our first real real must win uh, situation because Boston really will be in the driver's seat if they can do this but they've been unable to do it and we knew that they were six and oh off a loss now they're seven and awful loss and now we have to see if Golden State can do it because they're five and a awful loss in the postseason Eric something's gonna give and and like the Celtics they don't have like a true 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 point guard I think Marcus Smart is great for them uh and they have flaws and turnovers are one of them uh the game that they lost uh the the Warriors attacked them in the paint and and the Celtics couldn't get anything going in the paint Uh, they're vulnerable they're not a perfect team but history shines on the championship teams but most of them were vulnerable too it's just they got it done and so I think the Celtics have the advantage here to get it done but uh, I mean I look at the Warriors and and their heart and experience championship experience you can't put it aside I mean guys like Clay who is clearly not the same guy he was but he shot well the other day Steph being diminutive in size I mean he's a good defender for his size but he's small and Jordan Poole same thing you've got three guys who are not what they were defensively but they have so much firepower there's so much offense and Boston hasn't shown that kind of non-stop kill instinct where we're just going to put you down this series like I said I have it going six I have uh, Boston in six Uh, this game four you don't want to go down 3-1 you can't go down 0-2 with the the next two on the road and the the Warriors took care of business they can't go down 3-1 2-2 it's anyone's series I expect a long series Eric Pincus uh, with us, Bleacher Report, and you know they really they limited the turnovers, just 12 turnovers. They got um, you know they just got killed with the turnovers when they were in the Bay Area, as you stated too. They have problems when they get into the paint handling the ball. Um, they're not ball handlers, so don't try to be something that you're not. And when they stick to the game plan, they're extremely tough uh, to beat. And you know talking about Marcus Smart, something that you know people be want to talk about the high pick and rolls and people's legacies and all this type of stuff. But really, if you look at this series, it's pretty simple. 
you know, don't turn the ball over and 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 play hard on defense. And Marcus Smart got lit up after game two. But what I what really stands out to me, and people are really talking about it, the Warriors were 0 for 9 when Marcus Smart contested uh, the shot uh, last night. That's you know, to me, that's just how you win. They just competed, and it's going to be up to Golden State to dig down deeper. Um, Draymond has been off and on too, right? I mean, nothing in game one, stepped up in game two, absolutely less than zero in game three. He's going to have to bring it and find a way. Because I, you know, something stuck out to me too. Like I thought it was interesting when early in the game, Draymond tried to get it going again, and Jalen Brown just ignored him, right? And his teammates sort of pulled him away, and he literally ignored him a couple of times, and then beat him on a play or two. And I don't know, it seemed to just defeat Draymond. And Boston just sort of tuned him out. But I'm fascinated to see how this goes down on Friday, and we'll see about uh, about Curry's. And let me ask you about the uh, the flagrant foul, because man, that really really did uh, to turn the game. Did you think it was, should have been a flagrant foul when uh, when he landed on Horford? Uh, I mean, it, it was it was in the ballpark. I mean, it, it's a difficult job when you're an official to to get that right. Um, I I like that they have some level of latitude, and I thought you know, similarly there was that little kind of slappy thing that would happen in game two where they could have ejected uh, Draymond with a second technical, and they chose not to, and they didn't give a technical to either side. So like you want you want them to get it right, you want them to protect the players, but you also want to use some level of judgment and you know not overdo it. Uh, you know, not get someone kicked out, or you know, like you don't want the officiating to be the game, the story. You know, what I mean, we want the best basketball. We want the best players um, to be on the floor doing what they can. And and you you mentioned Draymond as like trying to get it going, and and he's that emotional driver of the team. In fact, that very first play in game two, he just ripped the ball away from Horford, and you're like, okay, like the, the Warriors at that point were like, okay, this is how we need to play all the game. And obviously they're professionals, and they know they have to play hard, but it's it's it, they need someone like Draymond, who's he's really the engine of this team. But I'll say like the biggest deficiency that that the uh, Warriors have is that like they're smaller at every position, flat out. I mean they're and if they go big with guys like you know Bielitsa or whatever, they're just not as skilled. I like Bielitsa, but they're not as good with him overall. So for the Warriors to be their identity, they have to play a near perfect game. The good news is is they have guys like Steph uh, who can you know shoot absolute bonkers of numbers and and what they've done in the third quarter pretty much every game is is uh, you know, a, a positive thing for for their chances of keeping this thing going. Yeah, I think I think Clay. Listen, he had, he had to take a million shots to get it going, but I think Clay will sort of be what he is now, at least in this series, and give you twenty plus. Uh, a couple of other guys are going to have to step up, but you know, I agree with everything you said. Basically, listen, I think Boston are the better team when everything, from a basketball standpoint, they're deeper, they're younger. You know what I mean? I think they're hungrier in, in a certain way, but do they have the mental toughness to? Find through this and you know we're gonna find out right we're, we're gonna find out um you know because they've had these little they have these mini meltdowns in the games where they turn the ball over this sort of momentary lapse is a reason but they're, they're knocking on a door right now you can't you know it's just super impressive Jalen brown jason tatum marcus smart the first trio eric to have 20 plus points five plus rebounds 25 and five three guys on a team in a finals game since kareem magic and coop and michael cooper in 1984 uh 
I see another one here that uh, Tatum and Brown are the second duo in NBA history to score a thousand points in a single postseason, while both 25 or younger, joining Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Like Tatum really has done so much. You see all these records. Even you know, only Larry Bird's done this, or not even Larry Bird's done this. He's not even 25 yet. He really could just become that legend in Boston by pulling this off. But let me swing over to the Lakers uh, here and your take uh, on uh, on the Ham hiring and Quinn Snyder. You and I talked about Snyder before uh, this went down. And also Charles Barkley talking about um, Ham's age. And I'm sort of starting to realize that, because everybody, what the hell is he talking about, man? That Ham is 48 years old. I think he was more talking about that the Laker players are just too old and it doesn't matter who the coach is. <laughs> but what, what's your take on the Ham situation and uh, and bringing in Rasheed Wallace as well. Uh, well, I don't know if, if Rashid is official yet. I know Ham played, downplayed that. Usually that's because they're working out the contract details. So Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly, think, yeah. Yeah, but someone like uh, Darvin, I, when I wrote on the Lakers and their coaching prospects, from the list of, of possible options, uh, at that time, Snyder wasn't available. And, and I think if if the Lakers wanted Snyder, I think the Jazz were going to hold on to him and try to get a pick out of the Lakers. And, and then once the Lakers went in a different direction, then they worked out their divorce with, with Snyder because there was no pick available. So, you know, you so know, yeah, I wanted to ask like, you about that. Sort of like, did did Snyder not want the Laker job and figure, nah, I'm just going to wait and I don't, that, that doesn't affect me? Or as you just stated, Danny and, and Utah weren't going to be as, uh, weren't going to be as friendly and gratuitous about dropping and letting them walk out to go to the Lakers, right? As, as I get where you're going with that. Yeah, I think it's probably both on some levels. Um, I don't know if Snyder wants to go from a, a semi-dysfunctional situation where uh, you know the two best stars, the two top stars in Utah, really aren't on the same page and struggle uh, in the locker room. So, well, you know, they, they get along, but it's like they they don't want to play together flat out. And so, uh, to go to a team like the Lakers, who had a really difficult year, maybe it's not the right time. And I've heard, I mean, this is the buzz, is that Snyder will take a, a year off and then possibly look at the San Antonio job if, if yeah. Popovich is ready to retire. Uh, it's all about timing. Uh, you don't want to just take a job because it's it's available. You want to take it because it's the right move. And there and will be jobs it. available in the NBA. They, you yeah, know, and stuff Snyder's happens. Well yeah. yeah, Snyder's really well respected. He's a really good coach. Uh, I, I think a lot of teams look at what Utah did over time, and their their roster got older. They gave straight away all kinds of picks. They didn't have any wings to play defense. Lots of issues. So I don't think a lot of teams look at Snyder and say, oh, he failed in that job. I think they look more at the front office and say they didn't give him the kind of support. So, uh, but as far as Darvin, I mean, yeah, he's he's he, he, I think he's older than Tyron Lue. So I mean, Lue took took uh, LeBron to a championship in Cleveland. So you know, the, the, if you he's the exact same age as Vogel, Vogel and Hebert, right, like the yeah. Right. If you take Charles Barkley literally, you're wasting your time. Charles has great analysis and great fun, and he says a lot of really interesting things, but a lot of times he says a lot of things that don't necessarily make sense if you look at it and dissect it closely. Uh, he's, if he's saying the Lakers are old, yeah. I mean, LeBron is old, but LeBron last year was one of the best offensive players in the league, and it was the younger Anthony Davis, who's not old, who was missing half the season. So it's not necessarily age. I mean, Lonzo Ball's missed a ton of time. Like, you go down the list of young, promising players. Uh, like The Celtics have had a hard time keeping Robert Williams on the floor, and it's just the nature of the game. It's difficult. So uh, I don't know if age is really the problem. I just think uh, for the Lakers, the mix of players, I don't necessarily necessarily believe they have the kind of depth and uh, – 
Fit. Well, it's the same roster. It's yeah, the same I mean, roster. Well, exactly. You know, from well, last I mean, year. We'll see. Yeah, they, they filled their team last year with older players, for the most part, who could either shoot but not defend, or who could defend but not shoot. And so they need uh, young, athletic, uh, taller, uh, defensive-minded players, and the shooting has to be a bonus, right? Like we're we're seeing teams in the playoffs that are surviving without great shooting because they're playing defense. It's really every year, for the most part, the best defensive teams are the ones that really do incredible work. And when you have someone like LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you don't need that much more help. You have such high-end talent. But they do have Russ, and they have a big contract in him just for one more year. It's really a, a mystery. I don't think they're really – they would love to move him, but I don't think that there's an obvious move. So in, in LeBron can leave after the season. His contract ends. I think they may be somewhat paralyzed in that they don't know what's going to happen with LeBron. They don't want to damage the future. So I think they may just stay with what they are and just sort of try to figure it out, which is a worry because it didn't work last year. As you said, same roster. Changing the coach will help some, but I don't think – I mean, you've got to give Darvin Ham the roster to win. He, every coach is as good as their roster. It doesn't matter how – Greg Popovich, Hall of Fame coach – hasn't done much the last few years because they don't have Duncan anymore. You know what I mean? you got to have the right players. Eric Pinkus. We could talk hoops all night. Always uh, love breaking it down with you, Eric. Eric uh, Pinkus. Follow him on Twitter. Bleacher Report. Eric, always a pleasure, man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. You got it. Anytime. Thanks for having me. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Thanks, Derek Pincus, uh, for joining us. I gotta tell you, Laker Nation, things aren't any better. And I don't see how they're gonna be any better. Like, you've got like 18 people running the operation. And, and I know we're going to wrap up with the NBA Finals here. But uh, the whole thing with LeBron, it's always been this way with LeBron, is like, does anybody legitimately believe that like LeBron James doesn't have like not complete control, but pretty much control over like anyone and, and like the roster that he's on? Like, like, honestly, like people rip Rob Palenka. You think Rob Palenka was like, you know, it'd be a great idea for me to trade the guys that helped us win a championship for Russell Westbrook right now. And I like Russ. I don't even think Russ, like, was, I, I don't rip Russ, but it wasn't a smart trade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what a smart trade is? Getting, uh, getting Prince Achua and uh, Thad Young for Kyle Lowry, <laughs> who makes the $40 million a year. You know what I mean? Like, they're just sort of like, you know, there's smart moves and there's there's not smart moves, right? And the Lakers don't make smart moves. Like, so does anyone think that Palenka thought, yeah, it'd be a really good idea for me. You know what? We really need Carmelo Anthony. That's what we need. We got to get Carmelo Anthony. Like, like seriously. And what LeBron always does this. So LeBron is controlling the roster, and then he plays the little innocent act after all. Oh, what? Who? Me? I don't know. I don't know. It's not my team. And then, and then if the team, if the team, 
if the team does well, LeBron gets all the credit. And if the team doesn't do well, then everyone in the media carries his bags and says, well, everybody else sucks around LeBron. It was the same thing in Cleveland. It was the exact same thing in Cleveland. LeBron James was the one, hey, you better pay Tristan Thompson all this money. And then after, they're stuck with Tristan Thompson, right? You know what I mean? Like, we can go on and on. He's, he does it all the time. Like, he's in control. Oh, I had no idea they were going to fire Dave Blatt. Come on. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers fired the coach, LeBron, without telling you, right? Like, you, you want – and now you got his agent, and, like, it's just – you know, it's just – they don't want the best players. They want whoever gets along with LeBron and whoever LeBron wants to play. When LeBron doesn't like playing with anybody that's under 40 years old, it seems. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.